What's up, Che? How are you doing today, Mel? You grooving? Moving, this grooving? Is my, this is my I feel like shit and I want to die voice, but that's just part of being a what girl. Happened? Oh, speaking of... Um, Was it period oh, nothing, stuff? Just, uh, what, sorry? Period stuff? Uh, yeah, why is it that I'm always on my period when we're recording? It's almost like it's a cycle Yeah, that reoccurs. Um, Bro, but like I, and so I didn't want to... Yeah, I didn't want to say that again because I was like, God, I feel like... I don't know. I just feel like every single time I come to record the podcast, I'm like, yeah, I'm on my period again. And I know that in reality, I'm only doing it like once every four weeks exactly. But yeah. it feels like I'm just coming on here every fucking week and being like, yo, I got my period again. So I was trying to figure out how to say it without saying it. But yeah, that's why. No, nothing, nothing actually happening in my life outside of the normal things that are happening in my life. Just just hormones and shit when you when you so go everything or like you're like i feel like shit because uh, i'm a girl I, the first thing i think of is period i'm like what makes girls feel like shit specifically girls the period that's usually yeah. the the first that would be my first guess next one would be like you're pregnant uh and then uh, i don't know what it's a specific lady thing that makes you guys feel like shit uh that's other all than just like overall things like yeah, the state of the world yeah yeah like specific yeah, things i biology, gotcha i gotcha yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. not um, like uh overarching uh, uh feeling of doom or something like that not yeah like but that. i feel like have we talked a lot about period sex yet no i don't think so i don't think we've what's your yeah like i don't want to talk a lot about policy? period sex um yeah i want i want to talk about period sex mostly because i woke up twice last night to jerk off which like i normally um, only get woken up by my own body in the middle of the night to jerk off when I'm on my period. I think I said that on a previous, on a previous time that I had my period on the podcast, which is, I don't know, probably three or four times. Anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah. Period sex. Yeah. Yeah. Period sex. I'm like, I'm all for it. I think it's just like, it's a prep situation. You got to yeah. like put down the towel, do all those things. Also the towel does like, if you're really getting into it, the towel doesn't do that much i think no no, no. the towel doesn't do shit if you're no. moving around and stuff it has to be like a you put down a sheet oh sorry i just like spit into the mic uh you put down a sheet or an entire blanket it just has to be the whole thing you have to just be okay with getting get fucked just fucking yeah. ruining that thing yeah because it yeah. gets on your hands and stuff like period sex looks like a like a murder scene lots of the times i think i've period sex like and shower sex i think go together pretty well because it's like all you were just rinsing everything away right well i guess like in terms of how it feels for a girl versus for a guy um i personally don't like in the water sex like having sex you know in the ocean or the or in the shower or whatever just in any sort of pool of water uh mostly because my outdoor having sex in outdoor pool of water experiences always end up with me getting some sort of infection that only yeah. i suffer from uh but then also because it, it also just doesn't feel that good to be honest like i feel like water as a lubricant is not as good as what my vagina's already putting no, out there water almost makes things more i don't know what it is about water but it makes it like hard, like it, it creates more friction it's like things get like stickier yeah and were i don't you know what that is said were you the one who said that when you mix water and cum it, it gets becomes sticky. Yeah, like it gets a third sticky. secret thing yeah, yeah you know yeah, that yeah. meme like where adhesive. it's like yeah where it's like it's not this but it's not that it's a third secret thing so it's not yeah. water it's not cum it's a third secret thing and it's an yeah. adhesive and that's how they make elmer's glue actually did you ever did you ever see that episode of uh, uh malcolm in the middle where uh, hal has to pick he has to kill a guy that's like he or he doesn't have well, he doesn't have to kill a guy he has the choice of whether or not to keep someone on life support and the whole episode is the dilemma of keeping them on or taking them off keep them on taking them off and at the end of the episode they go oh my god i can't believe there was a third option yeah there was a third option i never even thought about and you got everything at radio shack yeah that, that's how the episode ends they never acknowledge what was this like horrible life dilemma actually having to choose anything it's a good way to end it but yeah that's what i thought of what was the third you. option they don't they don't explain it they don't explain oh. it that's the, that's the point is they don't explain it they just go it's a secret third option but i did do yeah. a skit where i think it was i was feeling bad in my head so the way for me to feel better was to 
make this two minute skit that I think is still live on some socials, hopefully, where I'm like me as a doctor unplugging someone off of life support and everybody fucking unplug. Like I was trying to figure out how to make it into a DJ situation where it's like everybody fucking, but then unplug is everybody fucking pull. I don't know. I thought it could be cool if I were the DJ doctor killing the person who's unconscious and there were a crowd around me cheering in like a everybody fucking jump kind of way but in like yeah. a and this bitch's life and pull or something yeah 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 i like that i like that that's good i like that crossover with dj world and uh, wait what and, about and... oh sorry 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 we're getting more into like the person in the coma land um and then in my mind i was like yeah and then i guess we could technically take this in the person in a coma who is on their period and also has leprosy but then i was like you know what let's actually take it back to the shower so yeah yeah <laughs> wait so so jay what wait so how does shower sex feel for you in general versus when a girl's on her period is that different because oh, i, I think, think if anything different. yeah okay. it's not I, I think it's just the the reason it i think of it like working with period sex is just because it's like wash it you don't you don't have to worry about mess you're taking the mess factor out of the equation i think mm-hmm. uh shower sex in general is like it's on occasion very great very hot but i think it works best as a foreplay yes where you're like, i was about to say the same thing it is yeah. not where you finish or no, at least not where i finish but you're like touching, kissing, you're warm, soapy, like it's hot. Like being yeah, in the and you're and like in water hot. and naked and everything's slippery. You know, I, yeah. I 100% agree. It's a really good like foreplay in the middle, but I don't think I've ever been able to finish in the shower, at least with another person. Like even, I don't know, even jerking off in the shower is really hard for me. Like I have to be, like it's really hard for Do me to- Do you lay to, down? Yeah, I kind of have to lay down in yeah, order yeah, to same. get everything correct. Like I can't stand up and Sound do it. It's just insane. I insane. <laughs> it's an insane move. You, it's someone insane. stands up and jerks that. off. No, that's fucking. That's weird, twisted. That's on Wait, the same. Really? Yeah, if, if if you know someone who stands up and jerks off, they also tortured animals as a kid. They okay, are okay. Because I didn't know that. I just psycho. thought it was like. <laughs> no way dude you cannot be standing up and beating it. it beating it is a relaxed sitting even sitting up is like we're on the border here okay it's i'll yeah. allow it i'll i'll let you sit and jerk but you fucking if you posture at least have it be a rocking chair right at least be a rocking chair or like a really or a good office chair, chair or like one of those something comfortable not where you're sitting up in a dinner table kind of way dude if you're jerking off in a fucking old wooden chair that you slide <laughs> into a, a old like antique dinner table then i'm putting you in a straight jacket right away we're fucking we're not even taking the risk on this no jury necessary you're getting locked up throw away the key that's crazy mm-hmm. Do you uh, go down when a girl's on her period? How do you navigate yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. But because the the thing about eating pussy is you're regu- rarely sticking your tongue inside the actual pussy. You just mm-hmm. kind of like lock your your mouth over the clit, and then you're just like you're just like fucking doing that, sucking, licking, whatever your ABCs. Everyone has their own technique. Um, really? What if the girl doesn't want you to just like perform on her clit? With like your mouth. Uh, like if she, I'll stick my fingers in there too. I'll fucking in, uh, on her period. I don't think I would stick my tongue in there on her period, unless it was like a special occasion. Like, <laughs> like if sometimes special occasion, dude. Yeah, like if oh it's my god, imagine Thanksgiving. you're just like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, like I'll stuff your turkey for Thanksgiving yeah. with my except the turkey is your blood-filled vagina, Pussy. And, yeah. and instead of my dick, it's my tongue, I'll fucking um, which I dig guess out is the blood pudding. Yeah, call uh, it the fucking Mayflower, yeah, or whatever. While you're, <laughs> oh my god, um, well, no, because I was wondering because when. When a guy is like eating me out for the first time, I notice that's where, I mean, it's a smart place to go, right? Mm-hmm. To do some soft kissing on the clit area, but that's actually not where I, I like to be eaten out. You um, want his tongue in your puss? No, 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 no. Like I asshole. No, no, no. Um, okay. I really benefit from gooch pressure. Gooch I guess press. like lo- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, what the fuck did you call that? That's dude, the thing, dude, right? Fresher makes me think of like a different type of Blitzkrieg. Like, wait, like, what is Blitzkrieg? The Blitzkrieg was like the Nazis uh, attack style during World War Two. Oh yeah, the that's Blitzkrieg. why I wouldn't know that. Yeah, because well, I feel like, well, like I don't know we're the gonna hit him with the name. I just remember. Fresher. I mean, I remember the important parts. Yeah, the Blitzkrieg was there. Yeah, I remember the important part. I mean, like, that was that's a specific word, but I mean, I I definitely know what context in which that was used, which I think is the important part. But yeah. (laughs) I just like the idea of them laying out this, like, rolling out a big blueprint. They're like, all right, today's we're hitting them with the gooch pressure. They're like, oh, (laughs) Jesus. The deadliest of Nazi tactics. Well, before, before the masturbation episode, before, I was only able to get off through a guy like essentially eating out the bottom of my vagina along with gooch pressure. I don't even know exactly what it was, but I've never liked direct clitoral stimulation in any form, not even in a soft eating out context. It's just way too sensitive. And okay. so I've and so like I've never orgasmed from just that. Like I've mm-hmm. like I've always needed this whole concoction of well, it, it actually evolved. So I think I mentioned on the masturbation episode that, or on one of the masturbation, I mean, I guess they're all masturbation episodes, but on the Pretty specific much. one where I was mm. learning for the first time, um, when a guy was going down on me, I was only able to get off by him, like, not by basically licking, like, from almost my asshole up top to the pee hole. So, like, not, so, like, not even the top clip, like, literally just, like, licking them. Like making out with the actual mouth of the vagina, of the pussy, yeah. and also like licking the gooch. I guess <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know what to call it, but like that is how, uh, like I would orgasm from anything from a guy eating me out it had to be down there, from a guy fingering me it had to be down there. Okay. Um, even when I masturbate, it like all the pressure is down there. So I got a couple questions for you. Um, first question. What, how is the person applying this gooch pressure? Is this like with their tongue, with their hand? Like, it's just like, cause the lady gooch, very small surface area, not a lot of t- area to put, put pressure on the gooch. Uh, the second question is, is this, I, for, for me, I think this is a pretty unique case. I think this is pretty unique to you, but is this much more common than I think to a lot of ladies prefer gooch pressure or stimulation from pee hole to butthole? Is that, should be that the target area for more uh, uh, fellatio? You know, I haven't talked to a lot of girls who are like, yeah, I feel you on that one. Mm-hmm. I think you're right in that it is uncommon. Or maybe this episode will come out and then I'll get canceled by the gooch pressure community for being like, no, we are so strong and numerous. Like, what? I mean, that would be kind of funny for me to get canceled by, like, the gooch pressure army. It would like be the it. new BTS army. You know, instead of, instead of BTS, it would just be these gooch pressure people um and then that could be the name of my, of our k-pop band me and all the gooch like yeah sailor mel and the gooch and the gucci girls i don't fucking know the gucci girls and the gucci girls but yeah um no but like that's why i was so confused growing up and reading articles about female sexuality because all of them were so like stimulate the clit stimulate the clit. like and everything was just so clit focused and every time i touched my clit or did anything that was directly related to that area it would feel so sensitive and bad and Mm -hmm. so for a while i was like okay i guess maybe sex just isn't for me if this is supposed to feel good or i was really scared of it because i thought that it would be really uncomfortable and painful because that's what they tell you growing up and the experience of the early experiences of direct clitoral stimulation were just too intense but but yeah but but back to your question um how they're applying the gooch pressure so when a guy is going down on me it's more of i think the repeated stimulation of the gooch area um where i like it when it's like their entire mouth is kind of suctioned onto it like a starfish so it's like their mouth is making out with the two lips of my vagina but then the bottom part of their mouth is covering the gooch. I guess they have to have a pretty big mouth or just move it a lot. Uh, but I know I'm I'm picturing I'm getting like a full. This is actually very detailed. I can see it in my mind's eye. This, yeah, well, uh, I mean, I've had to dis- I've had to explain it to a bunch of dudes. Sort of plunger <laughs> technique that they're using over your puss, just like round suction down, and then the tongue and like lips and stuff moving around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I um like a leech. Yeah, because the. 
the, the penetration part is kind of it's exponentially better when it's the curve G spot dick thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like I like fingering, but and it's good for foreplay. But just by itself now, I'm like no, I need dick now. But no, but even before it was like teaching guys how to finger me. It was like okay, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your dominant hand, and it's and it's not gonna be what you think. It's not gonna be what you love. Just let me, just let me guide you. Uh, and so I'll so do. I'll be like, guy- okay. Puts his hands in your pussy, his hands, his fucking fingers. When a guy when a guy puts both his hands and when a guy puts both his arms and legs in my pussy. Yeah, like down to the fucking wrist when he's Yeah, I didn't realize that we were already at the octopus part of this. Okay, so when the man who's an octopus puts all eight of his legs inside my vagina, yeah. Yeah, and then like spins you around like uh like a Ferris wheel. Um, no, sorry, what, were you, what were you saying? What, what's that thing again? A carousel. That's what I was thinking. Um, but so, okay, so a guy puts his fingers in your pussy. Do you prefer him to press down rather than up? Like, is he pressing down against towards the butthole? No, no, no. So if he's putting his fingers in my pussy, then it follows a standard, like, hit the G-spot rule. Yeah, the in and up. Yeah, but I think it's when we're actually fucking so when it's either me on top or in missionary i definitely am riding or grinding with gooch pressure in mind right <laughs> gooch pressure yeah. just it, it's that, a gooch pressure mindset i love it it's a I gooch pressure it. grind set actually the gooch pressure <laughs> grind set <laughs> the Dude. gooch pressure grind set i'm like i think that's the episode for this show so okay. or, I mean, that's the, the, tape, the title of this episode. <laughs> Gooch pressure grind set. That is. Yeah. That is. That's totally the title. And uh, it's like I like simultaneous, like really, really, really subtle clit stimulation. So typically mm-hmm. when a guy's fingering me for the first time, I'll tell him like, okay, so like, uh, I mean, I guess it's more like this for, for people who can't see what I'm doing who are just listening to it. Uh, Shay is just looking at me with my open palm. And yeah. basically I'll have them put their the base of their palm just above my clit, like not directly on it, but just above it to apply indirect pressure while yeah. their fingers are doing a circular motion that kind of circles both the, like if the lips of my vagina were a skating rink, it kind of is going in loops around that while occasionally going down and also getting oh, so like your, huge pressure. Your fingers are face down. The palm is above the clit. So you're like, palming the whole pussy and then yes, sort of yes palming the whole pussy exactly yeah. exactly so the guy's like palming the whole pussy his um base of his palm is putting indirect pressure directly above my clit while the fingers are doing the majority of the work which is basically a circular motion around where my lips are as long as they're just being like kind of massaged circularly yeah and um and then with the intermittent the interspersed gooch pressure like when i'm like about to nut like the added gooch pressure at the end will tenfold it okay i see i see so gooch pressure dude when i'm like masturbating i am like putting i'm like getting in there no like when i woke up to jerk off oh yeah 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 no like it it's kind of crazy because it feels kind of illegal when i do it how are you okay what what are you how are you putting pressure on your gooch so like through through the fingertips okay um Go ahead. I'm, no, sorry. I'm just I'm putting all this in my head. Like you got palm, so the top of your palm or the bottom of your palm is sort of like above the clit. You're Correct. doing a circular motion. Tremors from your hand moving around are stimulating the clit, but not so directly because the clit's so sensitive. And mm-hmm. then you're as you're circling around, you're going all the way down. You're just kind of touching the lips, working the lips, and then going down and putting pressure on the small space, the gooch between the pussy. And the asshole. Correct. Um, okay. So I think the most efficient way of describing it is there's your palm is staying still and pressing down, and that's the anchor. And yeah. then the fingers are doing the the professional ice skating thing. And so like in the loop, it includes the gooch. It's not like loop and then go down and gooch. Mm-hmm. Go down and gooch. I think that's a good line for a song. Um, go drop and down and get your Gucci on. Okay. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Fuck a Gucci purse that looks like a Gucci. Oh, whatever. That's not original. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's that. And like when I'm masturbating, I will for sure like on the like about to nut part, I'll just be like pressing really hard with 
basically like these four fingers with like the four rest of my fingers into my gooch to like i don't know supercharge the nut i feel like it elevates it to super saiyan nut but at the very last second okay no that well you know how some guys like to have their balls pulled or squeezed as they're coming yeah yeah yeah, for sure i mean do you like that or no no i'm very i'm very anti-ball play not i mean anti isn't the right word but like i I, i've never been interested in ball play and then when some when a girl like sucks on my balls or like fondles my balls i'm like "Mm." i like the cup sometimes but it doesn't really do anything i like the cup just because it's just warm it's just having Mm. a warm hand on your balls is nice um but Mm, some girls mm -hmm. like suck on your balls and will like and they'll like pop them out like the and i don't like that at all i'm i mm. always i'm always enduring that i'm always like like i it just i've just never been into well i do have one testicle and that could be why maybe i'm just fearful of losing my last testicle Wait, um, what? yeah oh i feel like i've told you this i haven't told you this that i have one testicle like you have one ball yeah i've never told you that no, you've probably just mentioned it so many times on in other ways that, that I yeah, it's didn't totally. tell me specifically. No, holy yeah. shit, let's get into that. What the fuck? I'm going to stop talking about my my gooch pressure thing because I've been talking about that for fucking forever. And I really hope my future husband is listening to this shit really carefully so you can do it right the first time. That was but anyway, detailed what's instructions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the one ball. Oh, yeah, the one ball. I've, I've, I, yeah, I definitely have talked Did about Did you lose the other one in an accident? Okay, we need no, to definitely no. talk about this because we have not brought this up on the podcast at all. I can't believe, I can't believe I haven't brought this up on, on this pod. Okay, um, we need to, like, make a meme of you with the I can't believe it's not butter, but I can't believe he only has one ball. One, yeah, I know, right? But I was... I was born that way. I was, uh, I came out of the womb and then one didn't drop and they had to do surgery on me right away. Um, oh my gosh, I did not know that. Was it scary for your, I'm sure it was scary for your mom. Yeah, I think, I mean, they never really, they taught, they obviously told me like, hey, you have one testicle, but they never really told me what that moment was like. Um, I don't think it was like, um, like oh he's gonna die we have to do that oh my oh, he's, okay. it's only i think it was just like okay one didn't drop we have to do surgery to remove the other one and then that was just kind of the scenario and so like it's never been something one didn't drop that's so interesting because yeah. so, i thought balls dropped when in during puberty well i think they like your balls will be like uh, during puberty like before puberty your balls are still there i don't think they're like oh, okay internal. so you they're, mean dropped out as like a into part. the sack yeah they one didn't go into oh. the sack one like s- stayed in like whatever my pelvis or whatever wherever it wait is. a second so okay wait so do you just have like a vestigial ball hidden inside you somewhere no no they removed it they oh, removed okay. it yeah so they so i have a scar still from when they did the surgery to remove the one ball wait um, so what okay so i need to know what it looks like down there is it still just on one side and you said there's skin like what tell Let's paint a picture. Yeah, so it's like um, it's I my I just have one right testicle because your testicles pick sides so that they don't uh, yeah. bump into each other that makes and so sense. they don't tangle. Um, so mm. yeah, so you get that testicular torsion. Yeah, so that I think would be it, if I had one boob. Yeah, because I was thinking, oh yeah, if I if I had one boob, then it would probably just like, be the right or left. It probably wouldn't merge into one in the center, which was what I was asking you. I was like, did it? I was like, does it merge into one and then it becomes, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I think it, it's easier, like they it just, they locate which side they need to be on just because then they're not going to be bumping into your legs or anything like that. I also like, I think- oh, my We're s- biology experts, by the way. You should, anybody who's listening or watching this should believe everything we're saying. Take it at face value. We are biology we experts. 100%. That's why, I st- that's why I didn't almost stutter when I said biology. But anyway, yeah, so you have one ball. Yeah, and so, but I, it's something that I've never, like, it never comes up frequently. Does anyone ever notice? So, a few girls have noticed. A few girls have noticed me, like, do you have one nut? Like, that, like, and I'm just like, yeah. But, and it, but it's never, like, yeah, it doesn't hindrance. affect anything. No, because it's like the balls are to play such a small role. Like, I guess there's probably some girls out there that are really you cut love or uncut? balls. Uncut. So, I have, uh, I have foreskin and one nut. Um, so, I have a very unique do you think build. That, do you think that that had any part in you growing up to be so violently horny that you made a career out of it the being uncut i think or that. the one ball like i, I mean i don't know because i think that the people one- who are hypersexual in their adulthood at least from what i have noticed which is i guess extremely limited and biased uh 
there's like something there's like a there's like a backstory because like i for sure have a backstory which I think, I've already talked about a million times, but I think more it's like more of a psychological thing. Like a, there was such a shame around like porn and sex and stuff in my household, and I think it's just me removing that. And like also, I've always been a very like logical person. So if something doesn't make sense to me, I don't care to uh, adhere to it. And the the shame around uh, sex never made sense to me because I'm like everyone's fucking and we're all wanting to fuck, and sex is like um, a part that's integrated into like all media and all these other aspects of life but we're acting like we should all be ashamed like that doesn't make any sense that's such I've a always silly talked thing. about no 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 because i think even in high school i was like we should talk about sex and drugs yeah like what? We're all doing it. um yeah and um have you felt that guys who are uncut tend to get more pleasure i know that's like a hard thing to understand but I mean, in my I, I guess, like, of all the guys I've slept with, it seems like the ones, who, just just the ones I've slept with, the uncut ones I've slept with seem to enjoy it, like, way more. Um, I mean, I don't know, because I, yeah, I can't, you don't, I, yeah, because I yeah. can't, I can't perceive someone else's enjoyment. I do, what I can tell you is that, because they say having, uh, keeping your foreskin makes your dick more sensitive, which I think is 100% true. Cause like, okay, if, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Cause I think like that's, that feels true. I don't know. Cause I'm not a dude, but from the guys who I've slept with, which is a lot, I mean, it's a pretty big sample size. It's a lot. So it's just, um, and you know, various types from all over, like many sizes, shapes, whatever. Um, yeah. Like in my experience, the ones who have been the most into it and seem to feel the most are the uncut guys, but I could also be full of shit. Yeah, I think I think it is the like there definitely is more sensitivity. Like if my foreskin rolls back, I can feel like that feels uncomfortable. Like if it's just in my underwear, because just the feeling of my dick rubbing against the fabric, it's not uncomfortable mm -hmm. to the point where I'm like, I don't know, it feels like like I'm being bitten or on fire or something, but it just feels uncomfortable. It feels like, it, like oh, no, this is rubbing the wrong way, where if you don't have foreskin, that's your dick's just rubbing against shit all the time. So, it, of course, it's going to desensitize the tip. So I think, yeah, I'm feeling the sex that I have feels different than the sex a dude without um foreskin has but we there's also no way to perceive the difference because it's something it's like yeah. me with the one testicle like i don't perceive a different any difference with it because i mean it, it's, i am for sure perceiving a difference on the receiving end when comparing dudes to each other which i do to their face while it's happening no i'm totally kidding <laughs> but but do you get uh have you heard of phantom limb syndrome yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. When, do you like, get you, phantom ball phantom syndrome? Nut? I think if I had two, like if I had, say if I had two until I was like So what's on the left 13. side? Is it just skin? Is there anything nothing, there? Nothing. There's like, oh. well, because like- So not even skin. It's not like an empty skin thing. Well, like my sack, like it still exists on that side, but it doesn't hang down on that side. Like it's taut, like, because there's never been anything in that part. So that's so like- So does it even look like a sack? I'm wondering, does it look like a sack? Yeah, well, it looks like a sack, but not hanging. Like the skin underneath is still like ball texture, but it's against like my body instead of hanging down like oh, a sack. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah. I, yeah, that's what I was asking. I think I'm yeah. glad that you got what I was trying to say. Yeah, the ball texture. I was like, yes. is it the same? Same like thing? scrotal surface. Yeah, 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 the scrotal surface. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like um, the scrotal surface of the sun. Yeah, yeah that, no, that just sounds like a name for something for sure. Yeah, so that's yeah, so that's um like I yeah, I don't think it, whether or not the sex feels better for people with or without foreskin. I, I'm sure there's some people that have had circumcisions like partway through life for some sort of medical reason. Um, yeah. And then they can probably attest to what sex felt like prior to like compared to a few years later after they got circumcised and what that a process was like of like feeling their dick rub up against stuff and then it not being sensitive anymore and blah, 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 blah. Because Dude, one time a guy at a party told me that he could only feel on one side of his dick because they fucked up his circumcision something like that um yeah. i can't remember if it was he was born with it i think he was actually a he was born with it thing oh, damn. um but he was telling me that he was born with this thing i didn't remember the exact details because it was for sure 
at Coachella at 5 a.m. Yeah, uh, but I just fair. but I I couldn't not forget the wait. You don't feel anything on the entire left side of your dick. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, that's, uh, I mean, some people just have, like, accidents and stuff. But then you have to, like, factor that into everyone's uh, excitement to have sex. Like, some people are, like, so non-sexual. And I think it's just because sex is going to be a different thing for them. Like, if you've been watching porn and, like, the chick comes and she's, like, convulsing. And you're like, yo, that's a different type of orgasm she's having. Some people never experience something like that. And there's been Mm. times where I've nutted where I'm like... This was fucking, this was a different type of experience. Whatever that nut was, it was great. And I hope everyone gets to nut like this. Yes, once yes. In their life. No, the godly nut, the sacred yeah. nut, the holy granut, yeah. the holy grand nuts. Yes, no, there is absolutely, uh, I think a really popular word right now is spectrum. Anyway, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think everyone is like, we have a nut just spectrum. using spectrum for everything, which is a good counterbalance to binary thinking because yes. it's more accurate yeah and i'm like cool people should think critically and more accurately and not default to easy binary ways of thinking it's almost like that's it's almost like one is way better for society but explain to me from a guy's perspective why do uh this one guy i was hooking up with but then we got into a fight over who was being the more exotic we had like a fucked up race thing where i mean we're both not white and we both had like a like a race kink with each other sort of thing but then we got into a fight as to who was being more racist for the other person anyway so that didn't end well but he specifically really liked having his balls like aggressively played with like more yeah. so than any other guy that I'd been with. I was like, wait, are you sure? What and you he mean? was like, yeah, like the amount that he was having me tug his balls and like stretch them was so crazy. I was like, the, like he wanted, like while he was coming, he wanted me to literally like grab his balls and like stretch them down like this. And I know you're feeling so uncomfortable imagining that because uh, I can see it in your face. And that's exactly yeah. how I feel when people talk about like jackhammer clit st- stimulation. I'm like, oh my God. But can you explain to me like what that, feel like what does the ball shit feel like when in a sexual context like i said i'm very like i don't dig ball stimulation like Mm. it's like if if it it happens now and again and i'm not like get your hands off my balls i'm not like that or anything like that but (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny hands off my balls Yeah, how dare you you touch my (laughs) sacred hands off the balls um i is there anything that turns you off going down like okay because so you mentioned that period blood is not a deterrent for you going down which i think is the good and mature answer i was very surprised when this guy who was uh at some point within the last two years i was hooking up with one of my celebrity crushes who i actually hate now who i will not mention um but i remember specifically one of the reasons I was in that for so long was because the sex was really good. And I was, and I remember being very surprised at how much he was going down on me while I was on my period. He was like, Oh, I don't care about that. shit," And just like got in there and I was like, Whoa, that's so hot. But your face is okay. Sure. Like, are you, uh, uh, well, you're already doing whatever. He was into that shit, I guess. Cause he, he, for, he was like, volunteer i wasn't like yeah get down there i was like oh no i could be messy i mean we could do something but like is there anything that is there anything you wouldn't go down on mm, i don't know like of all the standard stuff obviously like if the what if she like shit her pants or something yeah of course that's gonna <laughs> then you definitely go down for yeah, sure i'm in there num num get that fudge um no but like the yeah the of the standard stuff that comes out of a pussy nothing none of it is is, is going to be a deterrent for me uh to eat her out like hair none of that stuff like none of that stuff bothers me for the period mm. thing because yeah i said like oh shower sex fucking put down the towel do you have like your tactics or your standard for if you're gonna fuck when you're on your period oh yeah i have um like a blanket that I don't care about that's black that's specifically for that so it's my like if I know I I mean I guess I just have differences between my like sex bedding and my I'm just gonna sleep here bedding and so I have a whole like closet full of just the sex related uh like sheets uh towels 
cum towels. Yeah, that was my old merch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I kind of just have a general go-to, like, dark grayish black blanket that's like, this is the this is the blanket that can be dirty. You know, I'm like, this is the camping blanket that gets washed and then turns into the sex blanket, which gets washed, and it's one of those. Um, mm-hmm. So, because I don't trust towels... Because it's just going to get everywhere. So I'm just like, okay, take everything off and just cover the whole bed with this dark thing. Uh, which, that's smart. You know, I think that's very yeah, smart. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, so smart. And then, um, obviously, the shower wash after for both people. I'm definitely a need to be clean directly after. Like, if we get really sweaty, then I need to shower, like, right after. Okay, fair, fair. Well, I just can't sleep sweaty because, oh, my God, my friend who... I think at some point last year was dating a lot of Taiwanese girls in a row. Uh, I'm Taiwanese was saying like, yeah, like Taiwanese girls are so obsessed with being clean. Like I used to, f- he basically was like, yo, I want to fuck more Taiwanese girls. Cause I used to fuck all these dirty bitches. And, and then, and then he was like, and I started <laughs> fucking Taiwanese girls and they're so much cleaner. Like before during that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I didn't say that. You said that. Um, I'm repeating. <laughs> I think like it just a- depends on the person, but. That uh, I think across is not I shouldn't say across Asia, but certain parts of Asia. Like, isn't Korea really like that too? There's like this. I, I don't know if obsession is the right word, but it's like a big part of the culture, like the cleanliness thing, like being clean shaven when you go to the spa and they give you like the scrub down and like yeah. The, I think they, all of East Asia, or at least um, Korea, Japan, Taiwan, are all very if. This is my opinion. I'm not like speaking for all Asians, uh, but yeah, that is very much the culture. Is like everything is clean. Yeah, you want to be like super clean. Like my buddy I mean, shoes in, off, man. Shoes off. Shoes when you off. Come in. Yeah, shoes off. Big shoes off. You got your indoor shoes, or your slippers, or your uh, moccasins, or whatever. Um, and my buddy would lived in Korea, and he had a beard, and he said girls would come up to him and like touch his beard and go like, "So dirty, so dirty." Like, <laughs> oh the concept of facial hair was like, "Oh, you're 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 a gr- not gross, but like unkept. Like you're 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 a dirty person." It's funny because I think that the uh, that whole culture is what made me not like hairy guys. Like mm. I like I hate facial hair. I hate any sort of body hair. Versus I have these, <clears throat> I have different girlfriends who are like, I want my man to be a bear, and I'm like, ew, that's bestiality. I want my man to be perfect we like evolved me. No, a dolphin hair. like me. Yeah, I, we put, we're like, I don't want this primitive shit i need we got we invented the razor for a reason and it literally doesn't feel good at least for me to get head when a guy has facial hair it just is feels uncomfortable and prickly and suboptimal and i'm like suboptimal yeah it's suboptimal (laughs) suboptimal is like the least romantic most like fucking transactional word (laughs) you could have used for sex your your facial hair is making this oral suboptimal please stop and shave your face as soon as possible oh is that why they leave after i say that (laughs) oh is that why they jump out the window every time i i say that sound like fucking (laughs) robocop getting head (laughs) I mean, I have had to jump out the window before. Like, have you ever had to escape a... Um, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever had to escape. I'm pretty good about it. I've definitely, like, hooked up with ladies and then found out later that they have, like, a boyfriend or they're married or some shit. And you're like, I didn't sign up for that shit. I mean, I'm never really going to there. That's, like, an old rule that I've broken a couple times, but there's an old comedy rule that it's, like, you never go back to the party or never go back to the house. There's this comic. uh, I think this happened to Brian. Wait, wait, sorry. I'm not not getting the joke. Okay, so, like... You never go back to what house the house so that the if party's you're, in the- if you're at a show say you're doing a show in whatever fucking city I'm in fucking Wichita uh, and I'm doing a show out there and after the show this girl's like hey like a bunch of us are coming back to my friend's place and we're having a party or like do you want to come back to my place and hook up you do, you always go either to like a, a place where it's going to be more neutral ground or you go back to the hotel. You don't go back to someone's house. You don't go back to... Because when you go there, once you go there, 
you're in a completely different environment, usually didn't drive. And sometimes like not so much anymore. Like now I'm just performing in major cities. But when I first started doing standup, I was in like bum fuck nowhere, Canada. So you would be like going back to someone's house in the woods. And so if something Mm. goes wrong where you say the wrong thing to the wrong person or if yeah you start kissing a girl and she has her boyfriend's there uh, a a comic i know had to like hike through the woods because he was hooking up with this chick and her boyfriend came home and i think he had a gun too and they had this whole fucking thing oh my god and then he was able to like get away without getting hurt but then was in the middle of nowhere and i had to hike through the woods to find a gas station to try and charge his phone and the gas station wouldn't (laughs) let him plug his phone in so he had to hike to another gas station so then he could plug in his phone it was like a whole fucking debacle so yeah if there's any young comedians listening to this you're at home you're listening don't go back no matter how horny you are but like i said i've broken that rule a handful of times and it's always worked out i've always got my dick sucked so (laughs) you live your own life (laughs) yeah i mean we're not responsible for your actions but maybe we'll influence them because okay yeah because i the only time i have escaped out a guy's window was not because he was endangering me in any way. It was just because I didn't want to tell him that I threw up in his toilet and that it was overflowing. And I also didn't like him. And I was like, it'll just be easier if I do this. Um, And I was also like 20 at the time. I was, um, yeah, I think I was still in college. And it was this dude who wasn't, who was my age, but like not in college for some reason. he actually tricked me on the date, so I felt I felt fine because he definitely framed us hanging out as like a professional networking oh, catch that's up. That's a slimy thing. move. That's a slimy move. Yeah, and then um, so he pitched it as that, and um, was like, "Okay, let's have this meeting at my office," but it was actually his parents' house, and I was like, <clears throat> and "I was like, whoa, this guy is like also twenty. How does he have so much money?" And I was like, "Oh, this is just his." parents house um and he was like oh do you like don perry whatever and i was like oh i don't really like white wine in general and he was like no we have to we have to drink this and i was like okay Uh, i mean this is just becoming a whole story at this point but basically i didn't like him like that he tricked me into it by pretending it was business meeting and then it transitioned into like him asking me if I thought he was attractive, which I didn't, but I didn't know how to answer that question, which it was, and it was just a weird, it was, I mean, it's a weird thing to, I don't know. I felt like I was put in a weird situation where we were sitting out by the pool and he's like, here's this Don parody that I ordered for you to change your mind. And I was like, cool, you didn't have to do that. And also I still don't like it. I'm sorry. I told you I don't like it. Yeah. And, um, and then he was just like, I forgot. He said, like, he, he thought I was cute or something. And he was like, oh, but, like, and, like, you know, I got the, you, and, like, you think I'm good looking too, right? Like, you think I'm hot too, right? And he was asking, and for that, I mean, first of all, that's not hot to no. be like, do you think I'm hot too? Do you think I'm hot too? You know? Desperation um, is never attractive. Yeah. And I also wasn't, I didn't have it in me to say no because he wasn't asking, am I attracted to him? He was asking, am I physically attractive? Um, and so, I just, I was just like, uh, I was also, I didn't have the emotional maturity that I do now as a 30 year old because that was when I was 20. And then, so I was like, okay, I'll be, I'll be right back. Oh, and I also told him that I couldn't drink because I was on cold medication. It was a whole thing. I was just like, this was so weird for you to do under all these circumstances. Cause he was like, let's do this business thing. And I was like, okay, but, um, should it be digital because I'm sick right now with the cold and I'm like really he was like no it's fine like we'll just we'll get pho or something we'll get Vietnamese food and I was like okay yeah sure um like soup that sounds good right and typically pho is like soup good for cold also very casual yeah and then I show up to this Vietnamese yeah and then I show up to the Vietnamese yeah no it's slurping food yeah and I and um and yeah he should have been slurping it out of my vagina no (laughs) but uh and then I get to the restaurant where he said to me and and i've already given him all these disclaimers of like yo i'm sick i have a cold like da da um this all of this is factoring into why i had to escape later uh because i was on cold medicine but then that combined with alcohol was why i had to throw up in the first place and so i show up at the vietnamese restaurant and it's not the typical pho place that i'm expecting it's this super fancy like michelin star five so just one of those and i was like fuck how am i gonna afford this because I, I was like shit how am i gonna like afford and then they also made me change clothes at the door 
because I came just in my like college like sweatshirt sweat anyway so they were so they make me change at the door because they're like you can't wear that and I was like okay and they give me this like weird black outfit to wear just like a black anyway so then they sit me down next to the dude and he had already ordered like a ton of shit um and uh, he was just trying to impress me I think but and he did admit that like later on that that's what he was doing but of course, in my mind, I was like, well, that's not attractive that you, like, lied and tricked me on this. Day. Anyway, so so I was feeling really sick. And then we um, go back to his office slash place. It was his parents' house. It was in the daytime also. Um, and I'm still feeling like shit because I'm sick and on cold meds. And he's like, here, try some alcohol. And I forgot you couldn't mix it too. But I was like, okay, a little bit will be fine. A little bit was not fine. So while I'm drinking the Don Perry and, like, it's mixing with the cold meds and I'm feeling like shit is at this is the same time where he's like you think i'm hot too right you, you think you think i'm but like i'm like a con- i'm like a pretty attractive guy right like you, would you say i'm like a like conventionally attractive would you say i'm like, like he was just asking me all these like weird validation questions and i was and i was like yo uh i'll, I'll be right back and then so uh, i go to his bathroom and then i just immediately start puking because i was feeling so sick um probably from his the conversation no but it was definitely because of the cold medicine mixed with the alcohol and then uh, so I threw up, and then when I tried to flush it, it wasn't flushing. It started overflowing, and I was Oof. like, fuck. And I was also, I mean, at this point, I just couldn't even think because I was, I don't know, drunk really easily, I guess, because that's what cold medicine does. And I also don't really drink. I'm also a lightweight when it comes to alcohol, but not when it comes to drugs um, or pain. No, I'm definitely lightweight when it comes to pain. But wait a sec, yeah. So then I was like, okay, this is overflowing. I also hate this guy, and I've been wanting to leave for a while. Um, but if I ex, but if I exit out the bathroom door, he's, he, he's going to see me and he's going to try and get me to stay and I don't want to have that conversation. So the only other way out is I should go through the window. And then, so, um, I escaped through the bathroom window and it was actually, it was a woods situation where it was so, so then, and I, and I was like, well, kind of need to work out. So then I just ran out the woods like I and it was like a 10 minute run slash jog out to the street where I could call an uber and then I just left damn damn that is a fucking the journey to go on just to fucking uh and you guys there's no hookup or anything that happened no I I wasn't in no no I wasn't into him at all and he this was it was all his idea like and I'm not even saying this in like uh because if I if I were pursuing it or if i were entertaining it i would have said that because i've definitely been in those situations where maybe i was leading someone on when i shouldn't have but this was not that yeah yeah no um yeah no i i've never had to to run away from any situation i've definitely ended up in like weird ass places in the quest for pussy that is just like i think that's just par for the course you end up like back at some weird hotel or building or something in like the middle of fucking nowhere and you're just like oh my god like why am i here how did i end up here how do i get home can i get an uber where's my phone now it's like not as big of a deal because like i got my own place give me an example of a recent remote place that you or or maybe or maybe just one that comes to mind that's is it just the middle of the woods situation because that was quite that was the situation i was in was middle of woods but close to town I did middle of the woods one in like fucking northern Alberta. Um, this was one. This is like prime example of breaking the rule. I went back to this after party after a show to like chase after this girl uh, who had like messaged me on socials and stuff and who was at the show. Uh, and so it, the party was at her place. And so like I end up at this uh, like house in the middle of the woods. And like, the thing is, everything went great. Nothing went wrong. Um, I did end up doing some like mystery coke uh, from someone who I had just met. Um, but that mystery whole, coke, yep. Yeah, some good old fashioned mystery coke. But By the because, way, anybody who is listening or or watching, do not do mystery coke. Do yeah. not do mystery white powder. Fentanyl is. Yeah, fentanyl is real and bad, and yeah. just don't fucking risk it if you don't if you haven't personally seen it tested. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, wow, that was so good of me. Yeah, that was that was good. That was responsible. Okay, yeah, but let's get back to you. Okay, yeah. So you're in the middle yeah. of the woods or something. Fucking. So, yeah. So and then I, what ended up happening, like the the experience of what being at the party was actually very fun. But because it was her place, she was like, we're like making out and stuff, like well, like kind of like in the kitchen, and she's like, I, we like I can't hook up with you until people leave because it's my place and i'm like all right all right so i'm up until like 
three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning until everyone goes. Then we go hook up in a room. And I was like, so uh, like I'd done enough Coke that I'm like not coming. And so mm-hmm. we're like, we had been making out on and off the whole night. Then we're like fucking around. I don't come. My boys are trying to find me in the morning. Cause we have to, we're, this is when we're doing road gigs in Canada. So we're literally driving from one small ass fucking town to the next small ass town. So we were driving from, I think, fuck, I, I, I can't remember where in Alberta this was but this was a, it was a four hour drive that day and i remember it was the day that donda came out the uh so like oh my, my god my boys are texting me texting me texting me trying to find me i like drop them a pin like i don't even say like yo i'm i'm okay i'm safe i'm alive i just drop a pin that like yo here here are the coordinates come get me that's so hilarious they show up they're like walking around because the pin doesn't give you an address so they're like where yeah. is this dude they're calling me again and then i like walk out of her house she had like two cats i'm like covered in cat hair and i'm like so fucking hungover. and then i get into the car and as soon as i sit in the car they're like yo donda came out and they were like a little peeved with me too because they're like yo we had to come fucking find you in the middle of nowhere and i had the worst blue balls i think i've ever had in my fucking life because i didn't come the not entire night so then Mm. i'm in like a four-hour car ride all i want to do is fall asleep i can't fall asleep because i have blue balls and i feel so sick and then we're just listening to donda (laughs) just do you think blue balls is an equivalent of a I like think, the closest thing a man can get to his period. I think, yeah, menstrual cramps, I, I think it was what it would be like. Because menstrual cramps mm. are like, do they have anything to do with your ovaries? Is it have something to do with your ovaries, like feeling weird? Yeah, I think it's the, I think the cramps come from, if I remember correctly, like the shedding of the, of the walls or something the for the egg wall. to come out. Fuck, dude, yeah. I don't know. I just know it's like some wall shedding shit. Hormones. Yeah. That's what Hormones. our female producer has said. Thank you, so, producer. Hormones. So, yeah. So, I I think that, that yeah, if, I, if we're trying to explain what blue balls feel like, there's that... Okay, I've heard this talk, of, like, are blue balls real or are they not? And some people think blue balls aren't real. They're absolutely real. Not every dude gets blue balls. If you, you only get blue balls if you're, like, aroused for a long period of time and you don't come. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, if you're aroused for a long period of, don't, of a, a long time and then you do come at the end because there was so much tension, you don't get, like, blue balls but you're you can feel your balls were like we didn't like that like they're like in a little bit of a tender state um i hooked up with this girl in germany and we didn't we kept playing like, i mean just, that's just the coming too late state yeah but yes, yeah no like I, no like when yes yeah because longer doesn't always mean that you're gonna have a better payoff because if you get worn out prior to that final come, then I feel like the wearing out becomes the primary feeling. Yeah, the wearing out will definitely take over, but you do come in a, like, I remember when I hooked up with that girl in Germany, it was like a whole night of us, like, just fooling around and not fucking and, like, playing just the tip, and then we did it again in the morning, and then we got in the shower together and she's like, her whole thing was, she's like, I like, I want to fuck you, but I want us to go out for dinner before we fuck. So we basically did everything except for fuck. Um, and, uh, but I hadn't come and it was until the shower. We were both in the shower. I was like, I said to her, I was like, literally I need to jerk off or I'm going to be in so much pain. And my jids shot out like, like I like a fucking um, oh like you a mentioned this on washer. a previous episode yeah oh, yeah, I? yeah I remember yeah, yeah, yeah no I remember you talked about fucked. this I was like holy shit my jizz has never shot yeah like were that you before. jizzing it like hit the glass wall yeah. like a like it a made, missile like a noise like a mm-hmm. yeah like it was like the water coming out of the out of the shower head was hitting the glass I was like holy fuck dude yeah that um, is a really good note to end on but before we do I wanted to ask you can you tell when a girl is faking it. Faking an orgasm. That's so hard. That's a, like the, the whole thing of like, you know, they. When, I know everybody's different, but. Everyone's different. And they're like, because some chicks like, like that whole thing where they're like, oh, if a guy asks, oh, did you come? And it's like, if you have to ask, she didn't. It's like, no, man, some girls come real quiet. Some girls come like real, like. Everybody's uh, different. Yeah. I mean, some girls have that like convulsion. Their core is like. Oh, gong, 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 gong. Some girls come like wild. So it's like. I couldn't, I can't 
tell if someone's faking it. I hope that people just aren't faking it anymore. Like I, I hope that's not that. Yeah, I, I hope much people aren't faking it anymore. However, I think unfortunately that's still the reality of the world we live in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's like I mean it's just a dynamic of sex, but I'm fine with. I always try to fucking put that work in there and fucking make sure that she gets her nut. Um, but I've definitely hooked up with the girls where I'm like. I'm not doing it for you. There's like, uh, uh, there been a couple girls who I've hooked up with multiple times and I never could make them not. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And there's been one where like, uh, I remember one where we were fucking for a long time and I was trying like everything in the book. And I, it was like, I think it was like an hour and a half. And then she came and she was like, I never thought I was going to get there. And I was like, neither did I, but I was like, I fucking since that Goonies never say die. And I fucking went for this one, man. I, well, I think it. it's also a lo- like a lot of times, women have a higher learning curve when it comes to that right like i like i think now that i know what my body needs to orgasm from penetration i only want that because i'm like oh shit the g-spot penetration orgasm like that's the best i don't want that's the shit you're like this clitoral stuff garbage no no i mean that that is for me to do alone otherwise i wouldn't fucking need the other person there like i'm the other person is there for me to get a shaft orgasm and so uh, and so it's like this thing where what frustrates me is a lot of times when hooking up with a new guy, they'll just assume that you can't come from penetration and then just try to, I mean, I'll always communicate, but, uh, I'll be like, yeah, I, I come from penetration, but they sometimes won't read that as I only come from penetration as in I yeah. only want to come from penetration as in it'll be way easier for you to make me come through penetration than for me to teach you my like gooch pressure thing yeah. with the mouth Your and the Buddha hands. Palm, just like, like whole, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, no, the, the Buddha palm. Yeah, no, there should definitely be some sort of diagram that shows nut chakras in the hand and how each of them comes to power in, in yeah, the moment. Yeah. No, you but need yeah. like when a guy comes to your house, you need like that old timey sort of like real projector to like, and it's like, and this is how you make Mel come. Here you yeah. see a standard <laughs> hand. And it's like, yeah. and it goes into the whole breakdown. Um, yeah. Speaking of making me come, if you want to, as in not you, Che, but anybody who is listening <laughs> to this or watching this, uh, if you would like to make me come or take me to dinner or be in a relationship with me, mon- like preferably monogamous, romantic, long-term, exclusive, you know, the good stuff. Um, then leave us a voicemail less than 60 seconds at sayhi.chat slash T-Y-C-A pod. Okay, I remembered it correctly. Yeah, it's sayhi.chat slash T-Y-C-A pod. And yeah, if we like your voicemail, as in if our pod team listens to it and you say a lot of stuff about specifically how I, Mel, not Che, I, Mel, am attractive, it really increases your chances of being featured on the podcast. And speaking of the podcast, you can find the podcast at Thank You Come Again Pod on both Instagram and YouTube. On Instagram is where we post promo clips and then YouTube is where we have the full video episode. And if you're not jerking off to our videos and what the fuck are you doing? Uh, but no, but like, you know, to each their own. Uh, I don't control your life. And I mean, some people think I do, but like, we'll get to that in a different another time. Whatever. Yeah, that's a different, yeah. that's a whole, that's a whole power dynamic thing. Um, but no, I'm gl- really glad we talked about period sex today because that definitely needed its own episode and you can also find our podcast i'm also great at transitions you can also find our audio podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast if you click the bitly link in my instagram bio it'll just take your phone directly to wherever you have podcasts on your phone it'll just take your phone directly to where it needs to be and that is where you can find the podcast and i'm gonna stop talking so you can do your whole like animaniacs wilbur thing and then i'll yeah. promote my shit yeah go animaniacs wilbur she has a show at the wilbur uh, but yeah you'll get to that I'm january 12th january 12th i'll be at the wilbur in boston guys that's the big show coming up that's what we're doing all the promo 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 for um uh besides that uh any other tour dates you can go to chaderana.com that's spelled c-h-e-d-u-r-e-n-a dot Calm. Uh, you can also find all of my content at Chaderena on all social platforms. Little Dinky News on Twitch and Kick. Little Dinky News. That always that always makes me laugh. I'm surprised you haven't used your middle name in any of these usernames. Ernesto Andre. Yeah, I no, think that that's too. Yeah. Well, now we're getting too crazy. That's a juicy name. Okay. Yeah, it is a juicy name and should be used for the right purposes. 
sparingly. Uh, but you can find me at SailorMel69420 on TikTok and Instagram or at MelissaOng69420 on YouTube. But you can really, really, really find me on Spotify. I have a bunch of new music that just came out. Half of it is my comedy rap music that's not meant to be listened to as real music. And then the other half is real music. And so of the comedy raps, uh, just put out don't kill yourself you'll die anyway just wait originally the title was don't kill yourself suicide is cringe but then i was thinking that could be interpreted as people who have already that being uh, whatever i just didn't want it to be like i think you get it whatever anyway so i just changed the title be safer uh and of the serious music that's out um definitely listen to the festival remix of drink it smoke it shoot it it's a speed house EDM song if you're into that shit. It's good for working out. Uh, definitely check out I'm Never Eating Cheese Again. That's my popish song about cheese and moods. Uh, whatever. It goes like mood stabilizer, horse tranquilizer. Come on, that's a great hook. Just listen to I the like fucking it. song that says I mood like stabilizer, it. horse tranquilizer. And then I have two more songs coming out uh, hopefully soon. I mean, I just submitted them, but probably by the time this podcast comes out, uh, I think of you every time I use my Dyson. And I'm so fucking Asian. Those are my two introductory intro into the pop punk scenes uh, songs. Whatever, they're good. Listen to them. Okay. Yay, bye. Bye. We want to hear from you. So leave us a voice message at sayhi.chat slash T-Y-C-A pod. Again, that's sayhi.chat at T-Y-C-A pod. And make sure that your message is one minute or less. You can ask us a question, share what you think is cringe, tell us a story, whatever you like. And if you do, we may play it right here on the pod. We're going to leave the link for you right below.